welcome to the Extra Co Consulting Podcast, tailored solutions, proven methods, tangible results. My name is Jason Dias, and with conferences, seminars, and in-person training shut down, what else would you expect from the leaders in bank-to-bank consulting than the perfect communicative medium during a worldwide pandemic and for when it's over, a podcast? And who better to talk to on our first episode than the CEO of Extraco Consulting, Mr. James Geesland? And we started off by saying, you know, nobody had COVID-19 in their strategic plan or in their budget for 2020. And we asked about this strange and unexpected situation and how everyone at Extra Co-Consulting is doing amid the COVID-19 environment. Well, one thing, we've had to be just a little bit flexible. As you know, as a um, business consulting firm, we travel around a little bit and uh, we do a lot of things by remote control. And therefore, when you can't go to the office or can't go to your client's office, it kind of makes a little challenge for your business plan. And obviously, we didn't budget this either. So uh, uh, we're having to redo things just a little bit. But what I find is that uh, our customers and our employees are becoming a little bit creative. And we were laughing about this earlier. I don't know whether they're getting bored from being at home or uh, they've locked themselves in the room to get away from their kids. But uh, uh, they're being creative about some of the uh, products and services that they need when this is over with. So uh, I'm uh, feeling good about change and about the adaptation that our customers and our company is going through. Well, there are always good unintended consequences that come out of these unexpected situations. And so we asked James to further reflect on what are going to be, in addition to those good things, some real long-term impacts on the banking marketplace. No one had COVID-19 in their strategic plan for 2020 or in their budget. Margins are going to be different. Margins are going to be shrinking, operational changes. So we asked him, tell us how Extraco Consulting will be helping its clients with all of this. Well. One thing that's very important is uh, we're all going to have to change. You just mentioned that. And uh, one of the big issues that uh, our clients are going to have to face is uh, the income issue. And uh, rates are at uh, pretty much an all-time low. And the Fed has lowered rates to from zero to 25 basis points. And that affects most people that we are doing business with today. And think about this. Uh, this was a glass of water and uh, the glass was almost full, and uh, the water actually went down a half to three-quarters of the way. You only have so much water Mm. to consume. And I think that's what's going to happen to the bank gross income over a period of time. So, therefore, if the gross income is going to go down because interest rates have decreased, that means that you hit it. These margins are going to shrink up. So you've got a couple of options here. You can reduce your expenses, you can do nothing, or you can just make less profit. And I don't know about you, but doing nothing is probably not going to be any fun. And making less profit is surely not going to be less fun. So I'm going to be worried about my expenses going forward because I can't do much about the income right through here because of the interest rate environment. So therefore, and you're right, nobody budgeted this. So uh, we're all running by the seat of our pants right now trying to figure out what we're supposed to do. So I think one thing that's going to be very important going forward is once everything settles down, we've got to watch our expenses and figure out how we're going to semi-keep our margins firm. 
And of course, everyone is concerned about margin. It's a real situation we're going through right now in the banking marketplace. But I think at moments like this, and when this is over, having professional bankers as consulting partners is going to be more important than ever. That third-party view that is not within your organization but outside of it, giving you good and honest and relevant advice. And of course, the bank-to-bank consulting leaders at Extra Consulting have been doing this for a long time, and we asked James about that. Well, what's interesting is that we are bankers and we are consultants. And I suspect that we're one of the very few consulting firms that actually has banking experience that is really heavy uh, in our organization. And we are practicing bankers today, I am. And based on that, any problem or issue that a bank is having today, guess what? I'm having it or have experienced it or have already been there and done that. So I can carry on a very intelligent conversation with our clients uh, about the particular problem. And so I really do understand uh, what they're going through. And so I think moments like this with uh, a bank consulting firm is pretty important. We've all used consultants before, I have, and uh, before we had a consulting company. And uh, these consultants, very few of them could even spell bank. And uh, uh, they would try things, they could try things on us, but you know, I don't think they knew what to do, especially in a crisis like this. And uh, uh, I think I know what a banker is looking for because my board's looking for it, my executive committee's looking for it, and uh, a lot of times these banks are going to need a catalyst to kickstart these changes. And I think with a bank consultant, you can probably cut your change management in half. We're visiting with James Geislin, the CEO of Extra Co. Consulting, and I thought that professional empathy that Extra Co. Consulting has, you heard James say that, hey, I'm a banker, I've been through it, I've dealt with it. And it's good to be honest and pragmatic about the situation that we're all in. But when it ends, there will be some good that comes out of all of this. And we asked James about that. I think the bankers are going to learn how to let some of their employees work remotely. And I think we've Mm -hmm. been probably a lagger in the industry of letting their employees work from home. So I think we're going to do a better job of that. I think the bankers are going to really ensure that their virtual channels are up to speed because their customers have figured out that, you know, if if I bank at an institution that has really great virtual delivery channels, you know, I may not have to go to the bank quite as much. And uh, it's going to change the way uh, bankers' delivery channels are going to function. So I think they're going to look for better delivery channels. So the technology is going to be very, very important. Another thing is I think that the bankers are going to be looking at process improvement. They're going to be looking at ways to improve their not only their delivery channels, but how to make their organizations more efficient. I think one thing that we're going to discover is that banks have a lot of extra in their systems and I think they can probably slim down and I think they can save some dollars I think they can be more efficient and guess what I think this uh, slimmer margin is going to force that issue maybe with the branch uh, size or with the branch hours or with the universal banker uh, capacity or with cash recyclers or with virtual teller machines I tell you, there is just lots of options here that's going to help a bank reduce their expenses, but yet improve the customer service. 
we wanted to end our interview with some fun questions that weren't necessarily COVID-19 or banking related. And so I asked James, hey, what was your first car? Because nobody ever forgets. Oh, yeah, this is funny. This is funny. I, 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 I get to repeat this story every once in a while. My first car, we were poor. Um, we didn't have hardly any, any, any money. And so my dad traded a vacuum cleaner for my first car. Oh, and, and it was it was a, it was a Renault, and uh, I worked on that car all the time, and uh, I I was kind of a mechanic. Of course, the engine was about the size of your fist, and uh, so that was my first car. But then when I graduated from high school, I had moved up to a Rally Sport Camaro, and oh, that was oh. just the love of my life. I was really a cool kid when I graduated from high school. Well, that is actually a very timely metaphor. The banking economy was rolling down the street like a Chevy Sport Camaro. Then COVID-19 came around and kind of turned it into a Renault that needed constant maintenance. Think about it. If a storm came along and ruined your roof, you're not going to call the person that works on your pool. You're going to want to talk to real bankers when this COVID-19 is over because things are going to change. This is a moment of inflection and history is you can change with it or you can get changed by it. The folks at Extra Co Consulting want to make sure that you emerge from this situation in this COVID-19 environment as strong as possible. It's going to take some time, but you're going to want those banking experts to help you get back to where we all were seemingly just a few short weeks ago. And finally, I thank James for taking the time out of what must be a very, very busy time for him right now to join us on our first episode of the podcast. Thank you. That was fun. Oh, great job, right? Right? And thank you so much for listening to the first episode of our podcast, Extra Co Consulting Tailored Solutions Proven Methods tangible results. My name is Jason Dyes, and listen, this COVID-19 thing is going to pass, and you're going to want to have the experts in bank-to-bank consulting on your side. Follow us on social media to hear all the forthcoming podcast episodes, and until next we speak, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon.